and I consider myself an alien because I don't belong to the norm. And when you're an alien, you must know that there's a lot that's been given to you, but the reality, it comes with huge, huge responsibility and lots of expectations. Sokala Duma Radio. Good day to you all and welcome to Sokala Duma. My name is Slu Paho, delivering you the weekend special. Today we hear from Pirates coach Rulani Mukwena, club captain Happy Jele and new signing Sipesi Tlenrovu ahead of the Buccaneers match against Chipper United at Orlando Stadium tomorrow afternoon. We also hear from the APSA Premiership coach and player of the month, uh, which went to Kaiser Chiefs boss Ernst Middendorp and Supersport striker Bradley Hrobler. Middendorp addresses Chiefs' struggles last season compared to their positive start to this year's campaign. And Hrobler discusses his injury struggles and gives props to the Supersport medical staff who got him back on track for this season, which has started with a bang. We're also in round five of the PSL and we have some interesting matchups this weekend at 3 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, alongside the Pirates match, we also see sixth place Golden Arrows going up against the bottom of the table, Amazulu, who are chasing their first victory of the new season. And then at 6 p.m., log leaders Kaiser Chiefs will look to continue their fine form against fifth-placed Polokwane City, who under the leadership of new coach Zlatko Krompetic have started with the best defense in the league, having only conceded once in four matches. It will be the best attack of the league versus the most solid defense in the league. Let's see if coach Zlatko can hand Chiefs their very first defeat. And tomorrow evening sees Cape Town City face Supersport United at half past six. Cape Town have struggled at the start of the campaign with only one win in four PSL matches and an early exit from the MTN 8. So we'll see if Benny can turn their fortunes around. And then on Sunday, Black Leopards face Barocco FC with only one point separating the two sides. And lastly, Bloom Celtic will take on Stellenbosch FC in the last match of the weekend. Remember to send your reactions for the fan reaction show check out the Sokala Duma Facebook page for more details there. Also, head over to sokaladuma.co.za for the latest breaking news and articles. You can check out Murray's mission with Joe Cran, which details Simon Murray's road to recovery. Also, have a look behind the scenes at Keza Chief's preparation for the Polokwane City Clash. For now, though, let's dive straight into the weekend special. Let's take a listen to the Orlando Pirates press conference as they prepare to face Chipper United tomorrow afternoon at Orlando Stadium. Coach Rulani discusses integrating their new signings into the team and how they've settled in. Integrating the new players, not the easiest, but not not very hard as well because they come with the right sort of profile. Individually, when you look at them, they all suit the game model of Orlando Pirates. But of course, uh, there's a period of adaptation that needs to take place. The environment is slightly different for all of them. We've got players that came from Bloomfield Celtics, uh, players that came from Maritzburg. So, so the transition is there and the adaptation to the demands of the profile of the club is, is huge for them. So we've got to always try to support them. But also from a tech Tactical perspective, they come from teams that play in different game models. Marysburg play very different to how Orlando Pirates play. 
Comfort is Celtics play very different to how Orlando Pirates play. So they, there's been that adaptation process and, and we've had to be patient with them, but at the same time to, to try to, to guide them towards making sure that they don't lose their individual qualities uh, while still trying to maintain their strengths and weaknesses within our game. So it's been good because they are humble boys, they are honest boys and they are hardworking. And uh, it's always a pleasure to work with players that have those sort of qualities. He also spoke candidly about why winning and lifting trophies is addictive. The group has just come from a very good win against Kaiser Chiefs in the Carling Black Label Cup. And and lifting trophies is addictive. That sort of feeling, you then are addicted and you want more of that. And the same thing happens with the, the technology and the addiction that society faces with the smartphones. is is the same thing that happens to footballers or, or sportsmen when they, when they win. And that becomes addictive. We've tried to work on that, not just by talking about it and showing videos on it and looking at international trends, because we work a lot on that aspect, but but also on the pitch to try to improve the competitiveness of our training sessions. And at the same time, to also make players understand that the product is the result of the process. So the lifting of the trophy is not just the lifting of the trophy. That's that's the byproduct. That's at the end. The most important thing is the process. And the process is, is what we are going through at the moment, but, but you've got to try and take them through those stages, simulate these sort of environments so that they get comfortable in difficult environments and in environments where they know that they've got to produce results. But once you've simulated them and they find comfort in that, it becomes a little bit easier for them to adapt to those uh, situations during game time. Lastly, he had a lot to say with regards to being a young leader in the PSL and also being an alien compared to most of the other coaches in the league. Uh, you see, the reality is um, difficult because it's a, it's a huge responsibility, but it, it goes beyond football. And I've spoken about this so many times. Football is, is a microscopic reflection of society. And if you look at society as a whole, how many young leaders are put into top leadership positions? We can go into the business space. We can go into the political space. We can go into any form of leadership role. Just a couple of days ago, we Africa as a continent paid its last respects to former Zimbabwe. President uh, Mr. Mugabe at 95. But five years ago, he was still the president of, of Zimbabwe. The reality is that we are not a nation that has accepted that there is leadership potential in its youth. And the late Nelson Mandela used to say that a nation that doesn't take care of its youth is doomed. But the youth also have a responsibility that when given roles of leadership, they do not disappoint and fumble. And unfortunately, you can call it being a guinea pig, you can call it being a trailblazer, because there's two ways to look at it. Uh, You can be the sacrificial lamp, or you can be the one that goes and says, there's a forest here, but there's no trail. So I walk in and I create a trail so that others may follow. It's a norm in most European, top European football countries. Mourinho struggled a little bit. Pep Guardiola started at Barca, coming from Barca B. How young was Pep Guardiola? And if you read his book, there's an abstract that comes out when he was sitting in his office analyzing the first three games. I think he had lost two and, and drawn one in his first in the Barca. And Iniesta walked into his office and said, Mr. Don't change anything. Continue to believe in the way you work and, and things will come right. And Mourinho and Pep today sit as, as, as having one 
more trophies than any other coach, but they were given opportunities at young ages. The excuse society makes is young people are not experienced enough. But where do young people gain the experience if they are not given the opportunities? I'm more experienced now than I was a month ago. I believe that I'm stronger, I'm wiser, and I'll still be stronger and wiser with more experience, with more games, with more uh, leadership, and it doesn't end here. But platforms need to be created. And I don't call Julian Nagelsmann, for an example, uh, Jürgen Klopp and Mainz, for an example. These are coaches, uh, Roger Schmidt, who was at uh, Leverkusen. These are coaches that we call technocrats. They don't belong to the norm. They don't belong to the norm. Jose Mourinho doesn't belong to the norm. He's an abnormal case study because he didn't play professional football, started coaching at a young age. When you have that, it's very difficult because you also don't have a reputation to fall back on. There's no name prior to you having served or in whatever capacity. Sometimes when you play professional football, it's a little bit easier because when you coach and things don't go as well as you probably would like them to, you've got your name still and your reputation as a footballer to fall back on. And, and when you're an alien, and I consider myself an alien because I don't belong to the norm, it's abnormal that you find a coach like myself is abnormal in South Africa. It's abnormal to find a Mourinho, uh, an Arsene Wenger, didn't get to the highest level, but, but gets opportunities to coach. But when you have that, again, I say to myself, to whom much is given, much is expected. And when you're an alien, you must know that there's a lot that's been given to you because it's not normal for you to be, get those blessings and those privileges. But the reality, it comes with huge, huge responsibility and lots of expectations. And unfortunately, you carry the responsibility of carrying so many other thousands of young coaches, up and coming young coaches or technocrats behind you that are saying, create this trail so that we can also maneuver our way through this forest. And, and that's what we try to do. Club captain Happy Jele discussed what went wrong last season and what they hope to improve on this season. I think uh, the past season, we did well. And uh, at this stage, it's, it's, it's one of the phases that uh, we need to go back and be on the drawing board, you know, it's some to, to rectify some of the mistakes that uh, we've been done, you know. So at this point in time, uh, these past two weeks, we've been working on that. And uh, all of the guys are prepared now. They know how to, to put more effort. They know where we, we, we did our mistake. So yeah, like the coach said, we dominate some of the games, but we, we didn't get results. So it's some of the things that we, we need to, to work on. So, and we did that. So. We'll see this coming next game. And finally, new signing Sipesi Lenzovu discussed how he's finding life at Pirates since signing in the off-season. It is very challenging from the pre-season because normally it's a, it's a big team. Uh, you have no time to, to rest here. You have no time to, to relax, you know. Uh, so for me, coming from where I come from, Morisburg United, coming here, uh, I've learned something which is if you take another step up, uh, it demands the next of you. So which means uh, a coach here, so I had to put another effort from what I had. So basically now we are gelling together and getting, getting there. We heard from Kaiser Chiefs coach Ernst Middendorp about what it means to win Coach of the Month, their struggles last season, and how they've managed to start the season positively during this campaign. The understanding of uh, a team and former days was a bit easy. We talk about the players, but this is in the modern soccer industry different. We talk about the players, we talk about the medical stuff, we talk about the goalkeeper stuff, we talk about the assistant coaches, we talk about performance analysis, uh, people employed inside the club. In the moment, 
we are definitely not having the biggest uh, technical team squad, but of course I know exactly uh, that I'm representing uh, in the moment here in this uh, honorable PSL office. The technical team of Kaiser Chiefs, it's, it's not, uh, I always say, the one-man show is only going in one direction. It's not a one-man show, uh, definitely not. It's uh, the contribution of uh, a lot of uh, people inside the technical team, inside the management of the brand of Kaiser Chiefs, um, to be uh, really clear structured, um, to go into this direction uh, where we in the moment heading. Therefore, thank you uh, to the entire technical team too, and um, good, of course, I think. Uh, and that's the good part uh, in soccer, where you always, uh, I understand, uh, supporters, fans, there is always uh, a piece of disappointment, losing uh, a cup uh, final in such a way is definitely something what's, uh, what's not uh, bringing joy or fun. Uh, it's confusing, it's irritating, it's uh, embarrassing, uh, as we said. But um, good, then on the other side, and it's part of the soccer, and it's fantastic. The majority of the supporters, of the diehard supporters uh, of Kaiser Chiefs, understand what has been done so far in the moment. Um, good, thank you to them for the support too. For me, in the moment, it's, it's just uh, something where I, I can mention that yeah, probably not only in, in soccer, I think in each and everybody's life, uh, as a company, as a club, as a, a team, um, it's possible to go into a certain direction, progressing, uh, to go to the top um, of a league, to go to the top of uh, whatever it is, it's possible. It's definitely something, but the more heavier part starts now, to stay on top. And to stay on top means challenge yourself, do more, be more alert, be more aware what has to be done. Increase, if it is possible, your daily work, your weekly work, uh, work with the team harder. And that's now the crucial moments where we are in. On the other side, personally, yeah, thank you. I understand uh, this and accept this recognition uh, so far in the moment, uh, but definitely not in a way that I carry it away and live on, on cloud number seven or nine. I don't know which is the right one. <laughs> but uh, of course, uh, you're happy to get recognized uh, uh, in such a way. And as I said, uh, to be capable to represent the technical team of Kaiser Chiefs. Thank you. We heard from Supersport striker and PSL Player of the Month, Bradley Hrobler, about his past struggles with injury and his impressive start to the new season. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Um, it's an honour for me to be here. I know, you know, myself and the club don't want to get carried away. You know, it's only four league games and I mean, two cup games into the season and it's very early, but, you know, for the, from the club's point of view, we've got off to a a good start and we know there's a very long way to go and for me personally you know it's a great achievement um i believe i'm the first super sport player to have won this award so hopefully it's the first of many and yeah for me personally right now i'm just very happy to be playing again you know, i've had a few difficult seasons frustrating seasons and i owe a lot of credit to to the club i think super sport have been very patient with me you know i've had three operations in the last three years which you know most clubs you know, would would not accept that. And, you know, the club have been very good to me and, and helped me through it. I think I've got to give the medical team at Supersport a, a mention. They've done extremely well. I've worked extremely hard with them. And then, you know, to the coach who's who's understand my, uh, understood my situation and, and managed it very well. So we've got good uh, new fitness trainers at the club who have worked hard with me. I've worked harder this preseason than I've worked 
for a long time. You know, I never missed trainings. I never rested on days. I finished every single training, every single day of preseason. And, you know, I think that that's, that's showing now. And yeah, first of all, I'm just very happy yeah, to be playing and, and injury free. And hopefully it's going to stay like that for the rest of the season. That's all for the weekend special. Make sure to pick up the latest edition of the Sokola Duma newspaper. There are great interviews with Polokwane City striker Mohamed Anas, who discusses how PSL defenders have become smarter this season. Also, Sundown's midfielder Sami Siabi discusses how his transfer in the offseason happened and how his family reacted to the news. And also, Pirates captain Happy Jelle discusses their rough start to the season and how they can improve. Remember, it's only four rand for a copy, and you can find it at all leading retail stores, bus stations, taxi ranks, and local spaza shops. From me, your host, Slu Paho, and my editor, Simon Strella, have a great weekend. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.